Well, we're here with the Profit Roadmap. I'm Bear Duplessis alongside Cody Owen, and we've got two, two special guests with we're us We're trying right to see now. how many people we can fit around this high top table. So, yeah, exactly. And uh, we've, we, we all know what to do with our hands, right, guys? Just go ahead and lift them up. Get the visual. We've all okay. got our hands up. We've all got our hands up. Chad closed his eyes and made it weird. Is this, yeah. is, is it? He's, he's making it a little spiritual. <laughs> is it okay to talk about this like this? <laughs> So we're here with uh, Garrett Matthews and Chad Cranston. Uh, Chad's, of course, with Moore. Uh, Garrett is with uh, Matthews Landscaping. And uh, we really appreciate you guys joining us today. Um, so we've, uh, we've talked to a lot of different folks uh, about their, their specific journeys uh, in this business and uh, with Service Autopilot. Um, but something I wanted to ask specifically was what brought you two together as mostly as colleagues and co- I close mean, friends, close friends, competitors, I'm gonna direct competitors. Um, so actually the short story before I ever started in the landscape business, I spent most of my career in the technology business and before I ever started, I want to get in the pest control business. And so I kind of put a model together before I exited out of technology to get into pest control and I actually ran into Jonathan on YouTube and it was right as he released the episode starting to talk about his did you run into him or did you watch him <laughs> round day, I ran into him like physically just ran into him on YouTube okay. on my TV I punched it did up. you hurt him done. no I think okay, he's fine that's good. I think that's he's good. good yeah I'm glad the weight loss probably resulted from that and so I, I signed up for one of the the masterminds after talking to Jonathan thinking that it might it might benefit my process of launching in pest control. He was service industry. He knew a lot. He's obviously very, he's a veteran in the industry. So I did it without ever having started my landscape business, learned a ton. And Jonathan pretty much talked me into starting in landscape. And so we decided that landscape would be a great infrastructure for other service businesses in our model. And so uh, I, I did the round table. We started our business in February. We had a phenomenal growth. I got an email from Ashley in December, said, hey, we're going to do other roundtables. And I was super eager. I came back for another roundtable with Jonathan the second year. And that's where I met Garrett. And so we, after the roundtable, it's such a great opportunity or a great time, learned a lot. I was growing like crazy, got a ton of great information for my second year. I actually met Mike Callahan and Garrett at the same roundtable. And the amazing thing about being an entrepreneur or the interesting thing about being an entrepreneur is that you kind of feel alone. Like you're you're on this journey that not a lot of people, it's like parenthood. Like parenthood's so weird because it's your parenting experience is so unlike somebody else's parenting experience. Entrepreneurship's kind of the same way. Like I just feel like your experience is very individual, but then you get lumped in with these other people who are on a very similar journey. And although it's not the same, it's super similar. And so this, like it's crazy because in small groups, bonds form really fast. And so Garrett kind of, for some reason, we latched onto each other, and he feels like a brother from another mother. And, and it's amazing because after three years later, uh, I probably talk to him twice a day on a bad day and four or five times on a good day. And it's crazy because anytime I get stuck, I pick up the phone, I call, and I know I've got somebody that's on the other end that has either been through the exact same experience I've been through or something very, very similar. And so even if he doesn't have the answer, it's awesome to be able to talk through. I've always got the answers. He has the answer most of the time. That's true. Garrett, <laughs> Garrett walk us up to the same point. Uh, like, so Chad's kind of introduced your friendship, how he got involved in the masterminds group. As far as what led me to the, to the round table. Yeah. Yeah. So we, I, 
I actually, I, I used to be a, a, uh, a fireman. Eat it? Did you say eat the mic? Yeah, yeah it's a DCO. Oh, man. <laughs> I, yeah. I used to actually be a fireman uh, in the, the town of, in Shreveport, Louisiana, and started our business not to, not to have a business, but to fund an expensive hunting habit. So <laughs> I would cut grass, and we worked all summer, and then firemen have got a... Um, a very unhealthy amount of time off and i would literally take all of my time off in the winter and i would spend every dime i'd made in the summer to to go hunting so it was really never a business and then it would, one day we just kind of woke up and it was like well i wasn't able to spend all of my money and we've got more left over so what, what is this and anyway uh it we got we took it serious and then i ended up quitting the fire department and went out on my own and then like chad was alluding to earlier you know i realized that uh I didn't have all the answers, and I, I wanted some help. I thought we were doing a lot of things right, but we were doing a lot of things wrong. Um, and then just like probably anybody, you know, uh, just, just looking for information, found the whole lawn care millionaire and ended up at a round table. And like he said, the rest is, the rest is history from there. So um, we actually went through uh, the – at the same time as the round table, we went through a uh, – a transformation, a business change, whatever you want to call. So we did maintenance and we did construction. Um, we were doing about two and a half a year in one and a half of that being construction. And uh, we, I would like to say that we quit it overnight, but the reality is, is it took us about two months. So, but we literally cold turkey a million and a half, you know, over the course of two months just to focus on, just everything that you know listen i don't know how long people have followed jonathan but he's been preaching the exact same thing for i don't know how many years now it's it's a very simplistic you know just just it's a simplistic model it's 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 keep things easy keep things simple and i didn't and that's why we got rid of uh design build and went with the, the maintenance model so it was nice having you know jonathan to be able to call and chad and then mike and then we had our group and we met regularly and talked all the time so it uh it's nice having that that i'm not going to call it a safety net but that support group so walk us, very, oh walk us through what what that looks like for the two of you guys so you're direct competitors like same market Fighting it out. Uh, he is in Arizona and I'm in Louisiana. Direct competitors then. Like, direct like next door neighbors. Like, yeah, yes. there's, I mean, he's just God country between down you. the street. Uh, but uh, <laughs> so, uh, but walk us through what that accountability uh, looks like. So, Cody was what, referencing Texas and not New Mexico for those of you who yeah, are for counting sure. states. New Mexico is a godforsaken <laughs> wasteland. Land of enchantment, uh, bro. We don't, we don't have very many listeners Land in of New enchantment. Mexico. I don't care. All right. So, <laughs> What does it look like for you guys every day? What, Chad, what do you wake up to with a text from Garrett panicking about something? What, what is that text? We don't panic. We're not allowed to panic. It's usually that the, uh, he can't get to his hunting lease. And so any text I get is typically <laughs> <laughs> that the roads are blocked and he can't get his tractor out of his yard. No. So it's, uh, you know, a typical text would be, so we, we're pretty functional lately, so it's talking about some kind of strategy that we've, a Facebook strategy or an AdWords strategy, something that we're going to try, and we threw thousands of dollars at it, and it di- we didn't get the results we were going to get. So I would say the last 12 months, maybe 
18 months has been pretty forward looking. Before that, we may have had some managerial employee related texts that might might be a text about an employee not coming into work because they had gotten picked up by some law enforcement. It might be some internal office drama that was created because of said circumstances. Little, little Melrose Place. Oh and, man, uh, it's landscape nuts. Office. It's it's nuts. So I mean, all, both of us had a lot of turnover in the last couple of years. The landscape industry is kind of wrought with turnover at every end. And and when you make a transformation as strong as what Garrett made, some of the employees that you have just won't make it. And so you you end up having. An, an even higher amount of turnover. I don't think anybody in Garrett's office that I knew when I met him is still there. And, and I don't think that he could have made the transition without it. And so there's a lot of turmoil in the middle of that. And those texts sure. were always, you know, Billy Bob didn't show up this morning or I, I got to fire her this afternoon. And those are, you know, as a business owner, I think that having to terminate somebody is by far one of those things that you, you lose sleep over. They, those are painful. Yeah, well, hard. I think it's, 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 there's a, just be honest, as, as good as I think I might be, there's a lot of things I suck at. And it, and, and chat, it, and even Mike, we could drag Mike into this conversation. It's the three of us, like, it's, I don't think any of the three of us are good at the same thing. Definitely I think not. we all, you know, so that's, that's what's really cool that it's like everybody's got their own little skill set that they can bring to the table mm-hmm. um, in terms of what they're, what they're, I'm not going to say capable of, but what they're better at. So, that's, we, that's been that's been very convenient. We, let me just take a story that I heard about uh, about you guys, and they had all come down to they had all come down to your place, and so you were ter- kind of touring them around the facility and stuff. And I don't know the exact specifics. I'll, I'll rely on you. Something to, to do with debris handling. Yeah, the rehandling of well, stuff. Well, and, and that that's just so that probably is talked about because it was the 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 first instance but i mean that's those kind of things happen on a regular basis but no they just the, the way that we were and mike said that you guys did the same thing in his shop so this isn't yeah like yeah well, and that's out. what i said so we do so the way that we were managing we do a ton of landscape maintenance so that was the one benefit of having done all the landscape construction we had a really good uh you know uh, our foot was already in the door so we do a lot of landscape maintenance which creates a lot of debris and whenever they were all there i mean it was literally day one and they saw the way that we were managing our debris and it was like oh wow you 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 don't need to do that that's that's horrible you I, know I think that the it, correct the correct when you're in your business you're in your business and it's just like anything i always tell my employees i can give you the feedback i can give you not just because or because i'm smarter than you it's because I'm not you. I can give you feedback. Right. And so when we were at Garrett's shop, we were standing around in the morning. It was a Friday morning when his crews take their debris out. We are standing in a circle, and we saw some of the crews leaving and coming back from leaving debris. And I'm like, Garrett, does it really take that long for the guys to go take the debris? And he's like, yeah, it's only 15, 20 minutes. And I'm like, well, that guy just left at 630, and it's now 830. But the problem is we're so – sometimes we're busy being busy, and we just don't – vision. Exactly. We just don't see it, and that's that's okay. It's it, yeah. Realistically, it's a small problem. And so – most people would just be oblivious and not care and not pay attention and not see it. And so that particular instance, we were able to say, I think that this might be a bigger, this might well, be bigger than so you're li- seeing. In, in literally your- within, within two hours. And that's, that's my, my Colby score, my quick start, you know, like I, within two hours, we literally had called around town. We said, well, you know what? We'll do it right there. Found some massive bin blocks, built this huge bin, 
and and we just dump everything on the ground at the shop and manage it with a tractor and and then we just we we haul debris away with one guy every two weeks now so and it resulted it, it, in, and it resulted in about a thirty thousand dollar swing just in labor so that's and awesome. that's from a thirty and it's not that's not a that's not a theoretical i mean it was a it's an actual amount. It's a literal. That's a, that's a salary. But I would think so <laughs> for somebody. You know? One thing, and and I, we actually crunched. We actually crunched the. I don't think he, I don't think it was real until we crunched the numbers. Garrett's got a big operation. It's not one crew. It's not two crews. And so the numbers add up. Really, you're thinking, oh, it's an hour, maybe once or twice a month. It's not that big a deal. But when it's twelve or sixteen guys once a week, and it's two hours, the math adds up really. Yeah, really small, fast. small I, I, problems are something exponential. Something I think, in, that, in and this business. is kind of totally. off subject, but I think it's important to bring up because I, I would like if anybody listening, the one thing that that I want you to get out, and we can approach this subject again later. But you know, the, the power of, of a peer group and the power of networking, and, and, and you know, that's why this SA four is so important. They talk about meeting. You know, we basically met at a much smaller version of this but the fact that we do meet regularly we do keep in contact you know we had we'd already let our guard down with one another so we were already comfortable with one another so they didn't have to worry about you know offending offending me or hurting what feelings i might have and they had to worry about that and and i didn't have to be defensive and get on guard and go who the hell do you think you are uh, it, I mean, when they're your friends, exactly. you know that it's help. Well, it's it. Yes, exactly. But like I said, it it's most of the time. That's <laughs> that's subjective. Yeah, it I doesn't think, seem like you guys give each other a hard time at all. Not at all. I mean, never. It's I always think, kind words and I think fluffy pillows up, and unicorns man, uplifting, and uplifting. Uh, uh, not video on this. Yeah. I, I they're hugging that, right now. They I, they haven't stopped hugging my since hand we started recording. Is, never mind. I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah. They're doing things. I think you really like to own things too. And entrepreneurs love to throw money at problems because it's easy. And as an optimist, which most entrepreneurs are optimists, we throw money at problems. And so as you start to stack money solving problems, it's really hard to go back and undo that stack because unfortunately one money solving problem stacks on top of another money solving problem. And so with debris, we may have just had too much work to get done one day. So we're like, this is the simplest way to finish Thursday's work and not have to stop Thursday to go get rid of the debris. But it's when we accumulate those or we look at them from the outside that they become such a, you just can't see that stuff yourself. You know, you just, you just can't see it. It's like like when you, uh, when you're walking around your house and all of a sudden something's out of place and you're like, oh my gosh, like I, uh, everybody else could come in and see like, oh, there's like a stain on the carpet there. And you're like, I've never noticed that. What are you talking about? And then like, you see it, you you're never able to unsee that, it. It would be like a booger coming out of my nose right now. I wouldn't know it was there, but you could tell me the booger should, was there. You should clean that up. Oh, actually. come here, Garrett. Let me see your shirt. It's gone. <laughs> Garrett's shirt sure, was orange a minute ago. It's orange and green now. <laughs> and that's not the logo. Uh, UTD colors. Whoosh. You guys aren't local. It's fine. It's fine. You, nope. The University of Texas U- in Dallas. UTD? Yeah. It's a... Uh, it's not a, a did, you, not did, you pick, did you pick that up at a bar last night? <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not. But he graduated from there. I, I accidentally applied there, and then they... <laughs> Suckered me into. Go, I thought it was UNT. Did they send they, a postcard in the mail? You said, "Well, this will work." I, uh, my mom Googled the wrong name, and then I ended up going to school there. I met my wife there. It was great. It's like five minutes from Service Autopilot. This has turned into the Cody Hour. It's a lovely story. 
Right, so what we're talking about is this idea of bringing it back, and I'll cut all of that stuff about me out, <laughs> uh, maybe. So the, I think, Garrett, what you're talking about, like you said, we'd come back to it. I think that it's the, the crux of what we're doing. Like, it's, it's the point of having both of you guys on together. Is like that accountability is something that saves entrepreneurs, right? There's a there's a there's a a really good book at uh, Ron Holiday. It's called "The Ego Is the Enemy," and and I you can read the book if you want to. But anyway, it goes back. It talks about ego, and you know, I think as, as business owners, we all are are very egotistical and Type A, and you know, I I thought I was wrong once turns out I was mistaken you know like we're never wrong we're never you know we're always right my my way the highway or whatever and and um that's that's not the case so not all the time time. so I am wrong occasionally but anyway (laughs) no it it, having it's it's really important to have that core group though or to have that network uh to to put you in check Mm -hmm. you know what I mean when you do something you know it's there's there's some level of comfort in having someone you know be able to tell you that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard no you don't know you're not going to do that you know what i mean and and you've put hours of thought into it and you're like this is it this is what i'm going to do so but um, even even more than anything is like business has to be fast it has to be fast and we spend so much time in vernacular wasting time when we're not comfortable if I want to ask you a question about, hey, that's a cute shirt you have on. Help me understand why you picked it. It's adorable, Cody. It, ta- it is a great shirt, Cody. It's got stripes. It takes forever to get to that conclusion where it's so much faster when I can say, Cody, that's an ugly shirt. Don't ever wear that shirt again. That's it's solid so, advice, Cody. Don't ever wear that shirt again. <laughs> it's so it, much. It makes your ugly eyes uglier. <laughs> Cody, it's a beautiful shirt. You have beautiful eyes, just for the record. But the, I feel like Chad is the most skilled liar in the group right now. It is a beautiful shirt. I'm, I'm, what is, I'm jealous. What What is this program rated? And I'll give you my true opinions based upon that. We're it's not regulated uh, by the FCC. Bear's boss is standing right behind okay. him. Oh, oh man. I, I think you, hey, you Jim. Jim. <laughs> yeah. So I think you just get the opportunity. It's so nice when you have a, It's like coming to an SA conference. You meet somebody and you're like, hey, did you see that new thing with the dispatch board? Like I couldn't walk up to my competitor who doesn't use SA and have that conversation and accomplish so much so quickly. And so the vernacular that you get when you've had a relationship with somebody, when you, when you have a relationship that's strong, it's so easy when somebody can go, I got this great idea, which entrepreneurs have every, every day, every morning we wake up with a great idea. And, and it's awesome when you have somebody who can just say, it's not, Garrett's not the only one, but Garrett's definitely the strongest who will say, shut up. That's stupid. Go on to your next great idea. And that, I can't tell you how much time and money it saved but me not having to go down the, the road. On the ideas. flip side, too, though, there's also has been multiple instances where it's it's not, that's a stupid idea. It's a, you know, hey. Damn, why, why didn't I think of that? Why, why did, yeah, why aren't, you, why aren't you doing this? You, you ought to try this. And it's like, oh, wow. You know, but it, there it goes back to, you know, getting rid of your ego and, and having some humility and allowing those individuals to speak into your life. So do you guys do a lot of the same practices because of this exchange? So like, do you guys still have, like, do you guys have a lot of the same business model uh, philosophies and everything because of these great ideas that you have and share? And the funny thing is no. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't don't think we do anything the same. That's what's so cool is that 
we, I can I can listen and hear and understand how and why he does it, not have to implement it for myself and have a good meaningful. I mean, we've picked up tidbits for sure, guaranteed. We've picked up tidbits, and but I don't. It's it's so interesting that we're so different. We don't run our businesses the same at all. Well, it's geography based too. You know, I mean, you're you know, you're, yeah, absolutely. you're, you're, like, you're different. Well, you people, got, you're different people. He's in, he's in the desert. Mike's in the tundra, and I'm in the swamp. You know what I mean? Like they they spray rocks with roundup and you know it, it's just different the yes, nothing about nothing about the business but he, service offering if you will is is they're all completely but even culture so yes we'll do a lot of strategies together if he does something organic on facebook and it works he'll share with me that it worked and why it worked so i can copy it without having to learn the same expensive lessons but culturally, everything is so different. I mean, you know, it's we're just well, so it's, different. It, it's that. the things that matter. It's the how to, you know, because I think we've all have been able to help each other. Not work, you know. None. I don't think any of us work for our business. We work on our business. You know, every and that mm-hmm. sounds so clicheish, but that's what everybody wants and you know, or talks about. But so a lot of the things that people might see as relevant in terms of you know physically doing things, you know how to pick a good team or how to create that good culture or how to you know how to look at your finances or how to do your marketing a lot of that stuff is the same and that's you know that's the kind of value that we're able to bring to each other i think so what would you we asked mike uh the same question like what would you recommend to someone who's like yes that accountability sounds amazing how do I go find those people? How dare you ask us the same question as you asked Mike? I'm just kidding. I'm sorry, Chad. It's uh, a good question. Yeah, how dare think, you, Cody? Well, but here's the deal. It, it's nothing, I mean, they're another cliche, nothing worth having comes easy. You know what I mean? It, it's it's not, It's it's. I mean, it was. it's something that we had to seek out and we had to nurture and we have to maintain. You know, it's it when it, when it works, it works. And, you know, we're all... I mean, we're all really good friends, so it's that makes it even easier. But you know, you're not going to be able to post up on a Facebook group or something like that and go like, "Hey, I want to." You know, it, it's something that you've got to be able to work on. You've got to go out there and find it, and and you got to be able. You mean to, I'm not going to find my lawn care soulmate on Lawn Care Mafia? That's <laughs> a whole serviceautopilot.com. Whole another, <laughs> yeah. Whole other conversation, and I think these relationships are exactly like any other relationship in life. If you if you if you want it to work and you put the effort into it, it can be amazing. But if you go into it half-hearted and you don't put forth the effort, you don't let your guard down, you don't contribute, it's not going to work. There's been a lot of people who have come and go from our group. Yes, because if if I if you ask me for advice and I continually give you advice and you're bought into that advice, but you never implement any of that advice, at some point when you come and ask me for advice. I'm not going to give you any more advice. There's no reason. Yeah. Can you and, teach me how to do that? Because I got a friend of mine who never takes my advice. And then you're going to find yourself. Find new friends. Yeah. Then you're going to find oh, yourself. I have some great friends. I just need to get invited to the next meetup. So. Um, how nah. do you fire your friends? We could do an episode on that. How do you fire your friends? It's very easy. You just quit answering their phone call. Oh, you ghost them. If only it was that simple. <laughs> well, <Yeah>. Who dis? <laughs> <laughs> new, new phone. Who dis? You can't answer uh, who dis if you don't answer. You just don't answer. There you go. I, but well, you know I what? That, that is okay. super. I was what he said though. That is really important though because you, you really are, you are who you hang out with. If you hang out with negative people, you're going to be a negative person. So hang out with crappy business owners. You're going to you're going to be a crappy business owner. 
I mean, that's not a joke. You know, if, if you want to hang out with people that want to bitch and moan about how horrible things are, then, you know, you're going to think things are horrible. So it, you know, it, but it's really interesting on that note. And it's funny cause he happens to be standing right behind us, but we did our last meetup. We added a couple new members to our group. We, we had like 30 people express interest. We found a couple people that we thought looked like culturally they were a fit, which we trumped over business size or experience or like all of the factors that I think most people would look for. So actually we, we Ted came into our group, Ted Glazer and we had our meetup in, in boss baby. In, yeah. Boss baby. <laughs> and, and it was in, in Phoenix in, in this last January. And when they all came in there, I, I think I had the, the least expectations of Ted. He, he was a newer business. He's, he's a younger kid. And I, I just didn't have high expectations. He had to get a, uh, a hardship permit to start his company. Cause he's like 15, right? He still, I, he no, still can't drink. But the lesson I learned after the lesson I learned after that meetup in January is that out of all of the people that came there, Ted was the one that I had the least expectations from. And I learned the most from Ted that, that meetup. And I can tell you 100% with a 100% of surety, it's because Ted wanted to be there. Ted wanted to get something out of it. And I think Ted probably had the most to get out of it. He had, his guard was down. He was a hundred percent invested in contributing and being part of the group, not leeching, not just, he wasn't looking, he wasn't looking for the silver bullet. Like, what are they going to tell me that I'm going to go home and it's just going to fix everything. And and it was, it was awesome. We walked away from that meetup and I I told Ted afterwards about how I was, I was super impressed with because he's a young guy. He's got an amazing business. He's done really well. But from the outside, we, nobody knows what goes into that. But after that meetup, it was really cool to see. So I learned, it, it was solidified with me that revenue size, you know, business uh, tenure, being in business for 10 years or something like that, those are great things. And yes, those, those will probably try to, those, those are maybe a decent barrier. But I learned that it doesn't, it didn't matter that there, there is some amazing Your things business to maturity, learn. like yeah. how, how mature exactly. are you is, uh, exactly. Yeah. I don't use that word because I can't spell it. So as, as you find people, finding the right people means more than finding people. I think we get really caught up being, I want to find somebody who's been, te- like Jonathan, who's $10 million. That's the only person I can learn something from anymore because I'm at $3.8 million. But I think that's absolute BS. I think you, you, there's a lot to learn. Everybody in this industry has something that they do. I just ran into a guy today that's got a one truck show and I, I got a tip that I'm taking home Tuesday and it will be implemented by the you end wanna, of the day Tuesday. You want to give that tip real quick? I do not. It's proprietary now. Uh, it was about Christmas you, lights. You actually trademarked it? I did. So this registered. registered. And I wish I could remember the, day, the guy's name because I'd give him a shout out, but he's, he does Christmas lights, which we also do Christmas lights. And at the end of the Christmas light season, after he's installed Christmas lights, he goes around and gives a little cook, uh, cookie box to all of the people that he's installed Christmas lights for. And I used to do this in my previous life, but I just never thought about it here. I can't do that in lawn care because we have too many clients. A thousand people to deliver cookies to by hand isn't gonna happen. But 70 or 80 Christmas light customers, that's just something I can do. And it's very inexpensive. There's super high margins in Christmas lights. And so it just made sense. He's got an 87 or 92% reinstall rate. And I don't quite have that rate. Yeah, and so a little 10% bump in reinstall rate that could mean ten thousand dollars in Christmas lights. That's definitely worth a few hundred dollars in cookies in a little bit of time, and it's just something fun, and it shows you're committed. But just pretty cool that that idea, such a simple idea, came from the a guy that you would be the stranger that you just met, least suspecting, eating lunch. Yeah, but if you discount that one truck guy, you'll just you you miss out on so much information because everybody's got something yeah. super cool to give. That was a good idea. Well, hey, I know you guys had a hard out because you wanted to go into the next session, right? 
the hypnotist. Oh, yeah. It's 3.30. I'm going to be hypnotized. Oh. Oh, that's exciting. I don't know. We just decided we both can't be hypnotized at the same I need time. A, I, need a, I need a... What's our safe word? Bad things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. All right. Well, hey, you guys get in there. Thank you so much Cotton for coming candy. on. candy. Absolutely. Garrett Matthews, Chad Cranston, Moral, uh, blah, 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 blah. Ted, Ted Glazer sitting over in the chair Ted. listening. Yes. My boss was here earlier. Fantastic. Everybody's starting to join us. We got a little bit of a crowd. It's fantastic. So um, we really appreciate you guys joining us. Thank you so much. Uh, enjoy the cigars I gave you. Smoke we will those definitely. whenever you want because they're yours now. Thank you, sir. And, uh, and uh, thank you for guys for coming on, and we really appreciate it. And uh, we look forward to working with you in the future, hopefully. Hopefully we were entertaining, and we will gladly come on at any point. Awesome. I really enjoyed it. Good. Sensational. Thanks, guys. Thank you.